I'm so excited that you're here today. My name is Lee Klein, and I have a word from for, from Jesus, which is really exciting and just really puts it out there. The revelation knowledge that he has for us is illuminating. It's awesome. And so let's acknowledge him, and then I will share with you what he told me to tell you today. So Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you're here. You said when two or more are gathered in your name, thanks for being here. Thanks for showing us, telling us things to come. We just adore you. We thank you that you care so much that you're warning us over and over again to be ready. We love you and praise you, give you all the glory. So we've been talking about, and then the end will come. We've been going through Matthew 24. Jesus has been bringing us here. He said he's telling about what it's going to be like when he comes, right before he comes, what it's going to be like. In verse 37 and 38, he said, As were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For just as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, men marrying and women being given in marriage, until the very day when Noah went into the ark. And they did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. And so what Jesus is saying today is, because many don't know and understand, they're getting ready for the wrong thing. They're mirroring. They're, they're just doing life as usual. And really what we should be doing is getting ready for Jesus. Like, if you knew he was coming tomorrow, would you be getting ready for this other party? Would you be remodeling your house? Would you be cutting the grass? Would you be doing all these things that we do to really impress other people? I mean, like, if you're getting ready for this party and, you know, you're shopping for the party or you're going to the dentist quick to have your teeth whitened or maybe you need a quick fix because you don't want to show up without looking perfect for that party. And all these works that we're doing, just like in the day of Noah, they didn't know or understand they should be getting ready to get on the ark, not ready for other things. Is it really that important to, I mean, see the thing is, is if you have the Holy Spirit telling you what is about to happen, if he's telling you, hurry up, get ready, Jesus is coming. Wait, don't get married yet. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be here first. Wait, don't go shopping for that. Wait on that. Wait, 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 wait. If you're listening, he's going to say, wait, because he's at the very door. Verse 34. And whenever the father tells him to go, he's going to open the door and he's going to come. And whatever you're doing that distracted you, whatever you're doing that has nothing to do with him coming, I mean, when you're getting ready for the most important event of life and you know it's just around the corner, he said, watch and pray. He said, keep watch, pray, talk to him, let him show you things to come. You know, he showed me that, you know, so many things that I was going to get involved in. He said, no, you got to get ready. I'm coming. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. There isn't time for these other things. These people are doing that because they're not getting ready for me. They're doing life as usual, as in 
the day of Noah. And if you're a Christian and you're doing life as usual and you don't feel this urgency that Jesus is coming and there's something that you need to do, it's more important than this, it's more important than that, it's more important than this, you don't want to be caught shopping for whatever when he gets here. You don't want to be doing things that don't matter. If he said, yeah, go ahead, you got time for that. Yes, I want you to do this. But we don't walk by the Spirit, some of us. We walk by the lust of our flesh. We're worrying about life. We don't even know we need to get ready. The most important event, who are you marrying? The King of Jesus, and you're not getting ready, and you're not convinced that you have to get ready? That means that you're really in a heap of trouble, especially if you call yourself a Christian and you say, I don't got to get ready. Then I know that you're not talking to Jesus. You, you're not connected. You don't hear his voice. My sheep follow my voice. You recognize them by their fruit. Are you getting ready? Are you recognizable? Are they saying, well, why aren't you? joining us. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Because I have to separate myself. I'm separated. I'm at his disposal. I'm at his feet seeking him, knowing the truth, knowing he's at the door and I have to quick get ready. There isn't time to be sitting around watching these movies, be, be entertained by this, that, and the other thing. Really, when you're getting ready for Jesus, it makes you sick. It makes you want to gag. You know, and people maybe look at you as like, you're so religious. You know what? I'm not religious at all. And neither is Jesus. Religious is what you guys are doing. If you're on the opposite side of that I am on, if you're worrying about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear, yet you're calling yourself a Christian, you go to church every Sunday, you sit on the bench, you know all the right things to do, but you don't do them, then you're being religious. You're being like the Pharisees. They knew what to do, but they didn't do it. You're telling everybody what to do. You're telling them who Jesus is, yet you don't apply that word and you don't walk in that truth. And therefore, you can't hear the Holy Spirit say, hurry up, get ready, don't go there, there's not time for that. Don't do this, there's not time for that. As, as they did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them away, you're not going to be interested in any of this until that day. You're going to be going, oh, I didn't know. And you're going to say, please, in verse 22, but I did this, I did that, I went to church, I taught Sunday school. He's going to say, I didn't know you. You weren't getting ready. I nudged you, nudged you, I warned you and warned you and warned you. But you got to get ready for the wedding. You can't go to the wedding without the garment. He invited everyone. Everyone's invited to the wedding, but Oh, you know, she is so overboard. I don't know what she's doing. She's not even enjoying her life. What is she doing? What is he doing? They don't understand that a flood is coming, in this case, a fire. Jesus is coming. And he's warning you over and over again, but it's no thank you. No, I don't have time for that. No thank you. Oh, thanks anyway. Oh, thank you. I, thank you, thank you. But no, 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 no. 
I don't want to talk about Jesus. No, uh-uh. Because you don't know him. Well, I go to church every Sunday. I go to church on Wednesdays. I do this. I do that. So, Matthew 7, Jesus said, verse 21, Not everyone who calls me Lord enters into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father, the will of the Father, Jesus is coming, you got to get ready. He who believes will be laying hands on the sick, casting out demons. You'll do the greater work if you believe. You'll have faith action if you believe. But Lord, I did this. I did that. I did what I thought I was supposed to do because I couldn't hear you. And you couldn't hear him because you weren't listening. You weren't following him. My sheep know my voice and they follow me. And they don't follow the voice of a stranger. And then Jesus is going to say, Away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. You can't argue. You can't fix this at the last minute. And so Jesus is warning you now. Don't be oblivious as to what is happening by ignoring him, by being caught up in the things of life. By being caught up in all these things. So, so that's a word that I have for you today. Jesus is saying, if you're not paying attention... If you're not paying attention, if you think you don't have to do anything to get ready for the wedding, you're going to miss it. If you ignore me, I'm going to ignore you. And if you're a Christian, you need to hear Jesus talk to you. He said that he wasn't going to leave us as orphans, but his spirit would live on the inside of you. And everything he says to you will match the word of God. And he said he's no respecter of person. So some people don't have to get ready, and some people do. Is not right. He said, if you believe you're going to do what I was doing, oh, that's not for everyone. Yes, it is. He's no respecter of persons. He loves all his children, just love you like you love all your children. And you don't say to one um, child you can sin, and the other one you say you can't sin. You can wear your shoes in the house, and the other one say you can't. You don't treat them differently. You don't celebrate one's birthday and not the other one's birthday. You don't love one and not the other. We're all chosen. It's just a matter of you choosing Jesus. Are you following him? Then you're choosing him. Are you doing everything he tells you to do? Then you're choosing him. And then you're the chosen. He's separating, he told me to tell you, he's separating the sheep from the goats. He's separating right now. And so in that separation, then either you're looking for him or you're not. You're watching for him or you're not. You're getting ready or you're not. You're not living in sin anymore. You're way past that. You're getting ready. Those who aren't getting ready are still living life as usual. For just as in the days of Noah before the flood, when they should have been getting ready, they're eating and drinking, getting married, life as usual. Until the very day when Noah got on the ark. You're going to be oblivious to what is happening until that very day when Jesus comes. 
If you don't pay attention, it's not his fault. It's your fault. It's everywhere. You have to decide that you're going to believe and follow him. You have to take heed to the warnings. You have to follow your conscience, not just what feels good, not do what just everyone else is doing. They did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them away. So will be the son, coming of the Son of Man. Why didn't they know or understand? Is that fair? They didn't know or understand because they weren't paying attention because they were all about themselves. Jesus is all Jesus is all about you and me. It's about love. It's not about just taking care of herself. And if you're just thinking about you, worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, and it's just about you, then you're not going to hear. You're not going to know or you're not going to understand. When Jesus sends someone to you and you say, no, thank you, get away from me, I don't care, I don't want to know, I don't like you, and on and on and on, he warned you. He said, He's not coming till everyone knows the truth. Till everyone knows the truth. Not till everyone gets religious and says they know, but they don't know. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you would heed my voice, I'll come and live on the inside of you. If you heed his voice. Because if you don't heed his voice, you're going to be walking on the wide path and you're not going to make it if you don't heed his voice then it doesn't pay for him to come live on the inside of you if you don't heed his voice then you can't follow him he can't talk to you you're not connected and so revelation 320 if you heed my voice i will come and live on the inside of you revelation 319 he corrects those that he loves He's going to correct you. He's going to teach you. He's going to show you the importance of loving others, of getting ready. He's going to tell you things to come. You're going to get to know him by his correction. Seriously, you are, because when he corrects you, you're going to be like, okay, that's what he thinks, so i got to think that. I want to be on the same page as him. I want to do his will. I want to live with him forever. I'm going to get ready for the wedding I can't do this and I can't do that. I'm not going to do what they're doing. What they're doing is acting as though he's not coming. That's what they're doing. That's what they were doing in the day of Noah. They're acting as though he's not coming. Oh, I'm a Christian. Well, did you know Jesus is coming? Well, yeah, eventually. But did you know how close it is? Do you know you should be getting ready? Do you know you shouldn't be wasting your time doing this when he's coming? You have to want to hear the truth. You have to want to be corrected. So Jesus said he'd come and live on the inside of you. So let's pray. If you heed his voice, Jesus, we want you to come and live on the inside of you, us. And we're going to heed your voice. So we're going to do whatever you tell us to do. We love you. We praise you. We're going to serve you. We're not going to sit on the couch and do life as usual while you're on the other side of the door waiting to open it. We're not going to hold you up. We're going to heed your voice. We're going to get ready. We're going to go.
So we thank you and we praise you and we give you all the glory. You're so good to us. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good to you. He's going to tell you where to go and what to do. And that's how you're going to be getting ready. He's going to tell you what to say, what to think. While everybody else is just doing life as usual as if they don't know. And many don't know, but some say they know, but they don't really know. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.